that close enough. Are we good? Yeah. Okay. Can you do me a favor and state your full name, please? My name is Greg Bradley. All right, I'm going to go ahead and ask my first question. Okay. All right. So are you informed or updated on all of the safety measures implemented in Prosper Schools? I would hope that I am. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of meetings with Mr. Wolverton and Chief Vessels and our assistant principals, so uh, uh, I think I'm pretty well informed. Well, that's good. Okay. Um, do you believe that Prosper does the most for its students safety-wise? I guess that would be difficult in most, but I, I would say we're doing everything we know to do um, and continue uh, weekly and monthly have meetings to determine if there's anything else we need to do or anything we need to add. And so we have done an immense amount of work in the last two years, and uh, that continues. It's an ongoing process. And with the law recently changing, there's a couple of things that uh, we're now required to do that luckily we were already doing. And so that was uh, kind of cool to see the state of Texas say, hey, you need to do these things, and we're going, we have already done them. That's cool. So you would say that the safety measures now are a lot better than they were two years ago. Yes, I would say that it, while we have uh, been working toward it for a long time, uh, it's not as though safety wasn't important three years ago or four years ago, but just some of the measures we've been able to take in the last two years have just continued to improve. And uh, having a police officer on every campus, uh, to my knowledge, we're one of the very few school districts that has that. And so a lot of districts put an emphasis on a high school or a middle school and basically say, well, we, you know, we don't, we're not too worried about the elementaries because it's younger kids. And, uh, you know, in the last year, we've been able to put an officer on every campus. And so that, that's a, a, you know, a continued step in this direction. So I asked, um, Mr. Wolverton and Mr. Darren Davis, too, but I wanted your opinion on sure. it as well. So is there anything the students can do to keep themselves, peers, and teachers safe? Yeah, I think the, um, uh, the truth of the matter is we are, we are relying upon information. So we can do everything that we can do from uh, doors being able to lock or, or being able to uh, have lockdown drills, and we can put um, – bullet-resistant glass in certain places, and we can put a police officer in a lot of places. However, uh, most of the information we find of someone making a threat or even just joking around and maybe it looks like a threat, that information often comes from students. And so uh, students are our lifeline. We, most of the uh, threats or, or reported threats that we get come from another student reaching out to us and saying, hey, I saw this online, I saw this on Snapchat, I saw this on social media. And, uh, um, and that's where the investigation begins. And so I would say that students are the primary lifeline to us uh, on gathering information. Okay. So have you ever been in an extremely stressful situation? And if so, how did you feel? And do you have any tips for people in a similar situation to that or other situations? So I would say uh, um, prior to the... Uh, becoming an administrator, I was a athletic trainer, and so uh, I spent a lot of time in medical situations that could be high-stress situations, and uh, uh, one of the things I learned with that, and I used to tell my staff when I was the principal at Reynolds that uh, if you ever see me running, then you should run too, because it's a, a pretty important, uh, you have to remain calm, and I don't expect everyone to uh, be able to do that, but when you've been in stressful situations enough and you're prepared, then you, uh, you know how to handle them. And so it's one of, one of the examples I always use is uh, it would be really weird if we called the paramedics and they came running in 
and acting like they didn't know what to do, right? You want those people to be calm and assured of their situation. So one of the things we talk about with our police officers uh, is that people um, generally don't rise to the level of the occasion. They sink to the level of their training. And so that's why we spend so much time training our police officers and training our first responders. And, and uh, uh, Mr. Wolverton and our assistant principals are constantly meeting about what we can do about safety things because we know that if something horrible were to happen, that would be extremely stressful. And in that moment, we need to be trained to know how to respond. Or, in all honesty, we would go into freak-out mode, too, and that would not be <laughs> that would not be helpful for any students or faculty here. And so that's why we spend so much time training is to prepare for what we hope never happens. But in, in the event that it did, we could maintain calm and think logically about what needs to happen. Okay. Um, so my last question is, is there anything you personally feel would benefit the school more than a policy currently in place? If so, what would it replace and what is it? You know, I, I don't know. I think we're, as, we, as I said earlier, we're constantly evaluating this, you know, and then just to go back to <laughs> one of the things you ask about what could students do, uh, the faculty here at Prosper High School and every school knows that there's one a phrase that they hear me say over and over and over again, and that is don't prop doors. Um, it's the easiest thing in the world to do. It happens all the time. Uh, teachers prop a door so another teacher can get in. Students prop a door because they don't want their buddy to have to walk all the way around the school to go in the front door. Uh, but every time you prop a door, you're leaving. <laughs> uh, you're, you're negating the major safety uh, measure that we have, and that is a locked and secure campus. And so uh, we can implement policies and we can implement procedures, but if someone props a door and leaves it open, You've negated everything that we that we put in place to keep this place safe, and so that's kind of my personal plea that I that I issue to students and teachers and faculty all the time is, don't prop doors. It's so simple, but it also happens all the time, right? I mean, I imagine you have probably experienced somewhere walking through the school and be like, mm, that door's propped, and uh, that's one of the things. That, so I'm constantly beating the drum on that. Don't prop doors. It's so simple, but it also matters tremendously. Okay, well, that is all of my questions. Thank you for your time. Thank you.